You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? It's rolling great. Uh, Can I tell you a fantasy football story that that just happened to me? Sure. Okay, so um, I'm in a league. It's a local league. It's some older guys, one older lady. It's a few guys and their sons, like, have not splitting teams, but in the league together. And I'm sort of the young guy, the, my other young guy friend left. So it's just me, really, as like the, from the young crew. But I'm also the commissioner. Like, they made me the commissioner. And it's been going on for longer than I've been in the league. And there's one guy who's a troublemaker, okay? Oh. And this he's league an gives me... Oh, I want him out of the league. Yeah, this, this guy is, uh, is, only gives me agita. Last year, he was mad at somebody, so he refused to pay. Oh. And they wouldn't let me kick him out of the league. I, I don't have, like... I have powers of, like... Over the football parts, but not over like the personnel parts. So okay. they would not let me kick him out of the league. Eventually, paid, but he would literally like say, "I'm not paying because of this or that." Uh, and eventually, I froze his roster, and then he paid right away. Um, but, but so this, this, year, this year, again, for he's reason. back in the league. I said I will not even do the draft if he hasn't paid. And the guy who used to be the commissioner is like, "I'll pay for him. Don't worry." Uh, but he's on quadruple secret probation. He well, told me he had to get... The, he had, why is he in this league still? Who wants him here? And they, there's like personal relationships that go back like decades with these people. Uh, and so I said... Uh, he, told me that, uh, he told me that he's not allowed to even... Um, he's not allowed to post in the league without permission from the old commission. He has, to, he has to get his posts approved in the group chat. Like, that's how triple secret probation he's on, okay? Okay. So now, here's what happened today. I sent out a form to everyone in the league, uh, and it's like, do, are we going to do one quarterback or two, which is always a big argument? And then are we going to get rid of kickers, which is a big argument? And then a third thing, should we have two schedule wins and losses every week, like your brother's league does, which your league should do, but doesn't because you're a bunch of wimps. Um, yeah, they're a bunch of wimps in my league. Top six, top, basically top six scores out of 12 yeah, every yeah, week get a second it. win, yeah. which makes a lot of sense. It's a little less fun. It is fun to have everything like on the website. Uh, you know, it's annoying for the commissioner, like in, in, in your brother's case, him like has to like, you have to look at the a spreadsheet Monday morning to see what everyone's record is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can figure it out on your own, but it's, a, it's not as fun, but still it's more fair. So we had to vote for these three things. I sent them the link. I said, you have 24 hours to vote. I know there's probably people who are skeptical of even filling out a Google form fine whatever 
someone says, well, you made it that anybody could like answer for someone else. I'm like, there's 12 of us. Like if you don't trust someone to do it, you shouldn't be in this league, right? Yeah. And like, and you have to write your name, your email, just like I, I will be able to spot doubles and I'll make sure like at the end, everyone picked. I also know basically what everyone's voting for. So I'll, I'll be able to spot if someone like who's been yelling and screaming about having a one QB league all of a sudden votes for two. <laughs> I, I didn't even let it go to a two QB vote until I knew I was going to win it. And um, and then the troublemaker votes twice, right? Okay. Under so now probably, huh? Under, like he's trying to get away with it? Under his name, ex- identical voting twice. So I wonder if he thinks like, if you just look at the Google form, you're like, oh, it's one QB versus two QB or vice versa. If you don't actually open up the form, you don't you can't tell like, oh, this person voted twice. So maybe you thought like, oh, he'll just see 12 votes or not everyone will vote. You know, if one person sits it out or something. So I, I said, like, why do you vote twice? And if you said, oh, I don't know, like I, I was, you know, it didn't work for me and, and I voted a second time. No harm, no foul. Honestly, even though he's a troublemaker, like, who cares? I, I honestly it would not have been a big deal. But he denied it. So I turn into like CSI fantasy football. OK, OK. I look at the form and I realize, let's say it was you, okay, Alexander Chester. Mm-hmm. There's a few things that are ever, remember, his entire entry is identical. There's not one thing that's different. Here's what you have to fill out. Your name, he wrote, let's say it was you, Alexander with a capital A and then Chester with a lowercase c. Okay? okay? Both times. Uh, spelled his name the same way, just capital of the first letter in the email, and then voted for the exact same three things. So this, in this his, does imply so far that he did it by mistake. Which is fine, but he swears someone else did it. Oh, well, I thought. Oh, I thought that he. Oh, oh, he no. Not, if he oh. said he did it, I'm sorry, I should have been more clear. If he oh. said he did it by mistake, I literally do not care. It's yeah. understandable. Oh, oh, no, yeah, but that's obviously impossible. Someone else did. It's impossible. So, so and- now it's so he's like, well, do you have an iPhone? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, because the iPhone, like the first letter, will go to the top. He's like, did anybody else do it? I'm like, yeah, well, two other people did. Did write their first name and then and then the um, lowercase last name. But like they, oh, he also voted for the same three things. I think he just got caught in a lie and can't get out of it. This, this but there was a guy in the chat the whole day saying like, it's not going to work. Huh? What's not going to work? He's like, it's not going to work because someone's going to someone's going to cheat and vote for, you know, vote four times or, you know, vote twice. And then this guy was all was, you know, was all suspicious about it afterwards. So now I'm like, maybe maybe he is like the greatest criminal that ever existed that he guessed what, what this person's exact vote would be, nailed the email address 100%, nailed the, um, n- nailed the name down, you know, down to the, down to the uppercase, lowercase spelling, and, and, you know, got all three votes right. So yeah. I messaged him, and I said, were you the vote now, like a few minutes ago, or were you two hours ago? And he's like, I don't know. He doesn't know when he submitted the thing? Well, he wouldn't say. He's like, it doesn't matter. So then I'm like, just tell me. Like, honesty is the best policy here. So he's like, no, I just did it now. When I posted in the group that two people hadn't voted, he voted for a second time. So I'm like, oh, so now not only did this person copy you, they went first, right? They, they magically, like, they, nobody else has access to the form, but, like, they did your vote, and then you happened to copy them. Like, do you know the expression crazier things have happened? Yeah. Nothing crazier has ever happened. Than, than like you filling out the exact same form. Okay. But if in fact, like this guy's a master criminal, incredible props to him, the other guy, for framing 
this person. Well, because he knows that this guy already has such a bad reputation that yeah, he'll. Never and I yeah, and yes, and I wasn't allowed to boot him from the league. I um, I immediately kicked him out of the the group chat. So I immediately got a, he he had said like I'm not talking about this. I'm at the beach. The second I kicked him to the group chat, he was calling me. I've never spoken to him before. Yeah. Um. So I don't know what to do. Do I do I just kick him out of the league? Do I say who cares? It's just stupid fantasy football for fifty dollars. Yeah, I know what you do. You uh, don't share the story on your podcast because uh, I don't want to be mean, but that was a very boring story. Long. Boring. Someone liked it. No, they did not. That was like the roster game of stories. And it's oh, people love the roster game. No, we're here. Listen, now we got like twenty six minutes left to talk about the New Orleans Saints, number three. Hold in on, our power quick. Rankings. We're <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I got a, I got a good roster game for you. I, I got so many rants. It's the Saints. It's my most hated team. Can we get started? Okay, let's and, go to the Saints. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. apologize, everyone, for the first four minutes of this podcast or whatever it was. It was great. It All was right. Great. People love so it. the Saints, number three in our power rankings, uh, number two for me, uh, between two and five for every single one of our listeners who submitted a list. Incredibly consistent. The Saints, I would argue, have the best roster, 153 in the league. The Saints have the best record mm-hmm. in the NFC over the last three years. Second best is the Rams, who beat them to go to the Super Bowl two years ago. Third best is the Vikings, who knocked them out of the playoffs in the other two of those three years. Uh, not only are the Saints the best team in the last three years to not go to a Super Bowl, they're the best team in the last decade to not go to the Super Bowl. Five teams won 100 games last decade. The Patriots won three Super Bowls. The Packers won a Super Bowl. The Seahawks won a Super Bowl. The Steelers at least went to a Super Bowl. The Saints did not. But I can guarantee with 100% certainty that this team will not go to the Super Bowl this year. And you know why wow. that is, Akiva? Why? Because God is just. Okay. <laughs> All right. In 2009, as we know, the Saints sinned. Seven sins. May I count the seven sins of the 2009 Please, season? let's do it. Number one, they cheated one. and tried to intentionally hurt the opposition. And when you sin against Objectively God... Objectively a bad human being, they tried to hurt. They, they found out that he would charge, um, you know, Wisconsin State, whatever, millions of dollars for him to go to speeches and then not show up at those speeches. Who, Favre? And, I don't know about that. Yes. He's, and then Greg, He's not a great guy. All right, okay, number two... person. Okay, Greg number, Williams is a better person than Brett Favre. All right, number two, they beat the Vikings in a playoff game. They did not deserve to win on the last play of the game. How dare they? Number three, the refs blew a call so critical that the league, uh, that the NFL literally announced after the game that the call was incorrect. Number Mm -hmm. four, the NFL was so embarrassed by a rule that affected the outcome of this game that they literally made a permanent change to NFL rules as a result of this game. Okay. Number five, they went to a Super Bowl they did not deserve to go to. Number six, they beat the Vikings in the playoffs in overtime. And number seven, they prevented the Vikings from going to the Super Bowl. So because of their sins, there were the seven outcomes of their sins. And God must pay, must get recompense for their sins. So number one, they cheated and tried to intentionally hurt the opposition. They almost immediately paid for that. The bounty gate suspensions, everything we know about that. Number two, mm-hmm. they beat the Vikings in a playoff game. They did not deserve to win on the last play of the game. For that, God, uh, re, uh, God's recompense came in 2017 with the Minneapolis Miracle. Fine. So they've, they've atoned for sins one and two. I don't know if they've atoned, but they paid their price. Number three, that the refs blew a call so critical that the NFL literally announced after the game the call was incorrect. Uh, this is, of course, the uh, the late hit on Favre that was not called and resulted in interception on the play. And later in the week, the NFL said, no, this should have been a pass interference, uh, a roughing the pass, should have been a 15-yard penalty uh, first down for the Vikings. Uh, in 2018, of course, uh, the refs blew the call of the pass interference that wasn't on the Saints right near the goal line for the Rams. And um, the NFL announced after the game that that goal was incorrect. So that was in 2018, we got recompense for sin number three. Sin number four, the league was so embarrassed by a rule that they literally made a permanent change after the game. Of course, in 2009, that was the fact that the Saints won the toss, went down the field 30 yards, kicked a field goal, and Brett Favre and the Vikings never got the ball, after which the NFL permanently changed their rules of overtime so that if the first team does not score a touchdown, the second team gets the ball. 
in 2018, they paid for that scene on the same play. Um, the um, obviously because they decided that um, pass interference can be a reviewable penalty as a result of the uh, the terrible way that the Saints uh, lost to the Rams in 2018. So they paid for sin number four. So number five, they went to a Super Bowl they did not deserve to go to. Again, that one was paid for in 2018 when they should have gone to the Super Bowl they deserved to, but the Rams went in their stead. Number six, so in 2017, 2018. I think people are going to, uh, people might like my fantasy story better. Yeah. We should have a poll. All about right, so they have paid for the first five sins in the, through 2017, 2018. But yeah. coming into 2019, they still have not paid for having beaten the Vikings in the playoffs in overtime. And so, of course, last year in 2019, they paid for that one when the Vikings beat them in a playoff game in overtime. And one, and to add insult to injury to the Saints, the game ended on a possible offensive pass interference on the Vikings, which wasn't even reviewed, notwithstanding the fact the rule had just been changed that year, specifically because of the Saints' loss in the playoffs the previous year. And so that leaves us with just one sin, preventing the Vikings from going to a Super Bowl that has not oh. been repaid yet. And here's the thing. God You're is like good. Kevin Spacey and uh, Usual Suspects. We're God is here. just. God will not allow the Saints to go to the Super Bowl until the Vikings have gone to a Super Bowl. And so um, the Vikings have not gone to a Super Bowl since 2009. And so the New Orleans Saints will not go to the Super Bowl this year. If Beautiful. you have a problem with that, your team is called the fucking Saints, for God's sake, and you sin against God, and you haven't paid your price yet. So, yeah. Didn't so they, they also uh, – did we discuss the sin of, like, uh, what, what, they, what they do in New Orleans that was horrible? Oh, yes. Also, that their team was literally providing um, and lying about it, was providing cover to uh, the Catholic priests and the parish in New Orleans that was molesting children. And Seems then, bad. Yeah, not good. And then, and then they were providing cover to it, and then they lied about it, and they got caught. And they, they had got the whole list of the bad priests, and they helped cover it up. And, yeah, so oh, that's a minor sin compared to a not letting the Vikings go to the Super Bowl. Sure, of course. Yeah. Um, so let, let's talk know. about Drew Brees. Drew Brees, yeah. you know, he had, he, you know he's, he's, it's very interesting how we've seen the difference of Drew Brees the last couple of years to earlier in his career. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, he has, you know, he does not have that deep ball anymore. He's not going down the field as much. Uh, you know, his touchdowns during the peak of his career, you know, he'd have him in the 40s. Now he's in like the high 20s every year. But his interceptions have plummeted from 2007 to 2014. He averaged 16 and a half interceptions a year. In 2017, mm-hmm. he had eight. In 2018, another career low, he had five. And then last year, at an even further career low, he had four. Um, now, I will also note that he had, according to Pro Football Focus, he had the most interceptable balls that were not intercepted last year. So All right, he, that usually, you know, that could bounce back from when you're doing Well, I, I mean, talk about Favre in 2009. Favre in 2009 has his career best year, lowest interception rate, a lot of dropped interceptions the next year. You know, they're not dropped. It reverts to the mean. So, yes. so yeah. So, definitely there's some concern about Breeze aging. You mentioned on another podcast about Breeze aging by month, right? Yeah. All right, so I made a chart of that. I looked in the last four years. I said, is it a thing? Yeah. Alex is going to find out for so us. So, here, from 2016 to 2019, in September, actually – he has a losing record. He goes five and seven. You don't need all the numbers, but his uh, CQBR uh, is 104.5. Okay, in October, so average, but not sensational. No, no, that isn't sensational. That's no, that's not CQBR plus. That's just quarterback rating. That's, oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. That's very good. 104.5 is very good. You know, like the league average is about 90. It's it's sort of mm-hmm. like quarterback rating, but a little bit. All right, and you know, in October, in the last four years, he's gone 11 and one which is much mm-hmm. better than five and seven, obviously. Yes. Uh, but his quarterback rating, his Chester quarterback rating, 103.1, has stayed about the same. Drops off a little bit, but not much. In November, November has been by far his best month. He's only gone 12 and five, but he has 40 touchdowns to seven interceptions over the, basically a full season. A 109.2 uh, CQBR, so by far his best month. 
December is interesting. So December, he definitely has taken a fall from 2016 to 2018. But last year in December, he had arguably the greatest month of his career. He had a 15 to zero touchdown interception ratio. And that team was clicking on all cylinders, which is why, you know, they were sort of really shocked by the Vikings going into Orleans and beating them in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, though, his numbers in December have dropped off. It's his worst month, uh, despite last year. Uh, his just his quarterback rating is 98. So he's, you know, between 103 and 109 every other month, 98 in December. So that definitely cools. And then in January, in those last four years, um, five playoff games, and one regular season game, they're just two and four. And he has uh, the lowest touchdown rate, the highest interception rate, and the lowest Chester quarterback ranking and the lowest quarterback rating uh, standard as well. So he definitely, you know, he actually gets better from September through November, but then drops off in December and really drops off in January. So w- whether it's because he's old and he's getting, you know, and just age wears him as the season wears down, whether it's because he's playing in more weather later in the year, I don't know. But, but there is some validity to that. All right, thanks for bringing in some facts to this podcast. Having said all that, I'll, I think like Jameis for Bridgewater is a great move. When you have a 41-year-old quarterback, you need a backup who can start if necessary. And this team, def- whatever your faults of Jameis Winston, he absolutely could come in for a month if necessary. Right? Yeah, no, I think, it's, I think it, it would be great. I do think, uh, you know, it would be funny. Like, imagine a quarterback controversy between Jameis Winston and Drew Brees. No, I, I do I think mean, Bridgewater right. played he's- better than – Bridgewater played better during their 5-0 and streak with him last year than Breeze had played in the two games before he got hurt. Yeah. There was still no quarterback controversy. No, no, no. Um, yeah, no, I, I, obviously. It's not Bridgewater never, never, like, stepped foot on the field. Whereas... There are some overqualified backups. I know Jameis sucked yeah. last year, but, like, Jameis, Dalton, um, you know, Fitzpatrick, if Tua plays. Like, these are, there are some really solid backups in the league this year. There's more good, quarter, more good quarterbacks than there have ever been at any yeah, year in the history of the NFL. Yeah. Uh, the interesting, like, especially so, since we got rid of Eli and objectively not yeah. good quarterback. <laughs> Taysom Hill had that incredible game in the playoffs with you know the huge run, uh, excuse me, the huge pass and the huge catch. They gave him that big contract, so he's back. He's obviously technically the third string, but he will see the field more than Jameis if Breeze is injured. Yeah. If nothing else, like you know, Breeze can't really hit that deep ball so much, and so that's where Taysom Hill, Hill comes in for some of those gadget plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jameis obviously does have a monster arm if necessary. Um, I mean, this team is so stacked though. Mike Thomas, best receiver in the NFL. Um, I mean, he just I, he literally just set the record for reception, so probably. I know, I know, I know. Um, but I, I, I think I maybe I would rather have Julio than Mike Thomas. Then okay, whatever. He's top two, top three. He's yeah, he's as good yeah. as they come. Emmanuel Sanders, great route run, great great route runner, great sort of short and immediate threat, which I think is perfect for Breeze's arm strength at this point. Yeah, so I think, I, but I mean, he may be completely stop, uh, you know, done. But if there's not a four, but hold on, he was very good once he got traded to the 49ers last year. He was like an integral part of their offense. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't really been able to stay healthy in a while. Yeah. I don't know. It's To me, it's... Uh, Trekon Smith, a decent number three. Ted Ginn is gone. So, yeah, they don't really have that deep threat as much. Jared Cook coming off a couple of career years. So, even though he's 33, I think he's still fine. And Alvin Kamara, you know, lightning to Latavius Murray's thunder. They also, by the way, Ty Montgomery, he's done nothing the last couple of years. But I think if he can do anything, it's with somebody like Sean Payton finding a role for him. Yeah, I would agree, yeah. Yeah, so this offense has everything they need. And I think just like when, when Breeze was out last year, they won with Bridgewater. I think they could win with Jameis. I think they can win with, with, with Taysom Hill. I think that th- it doesn't really matter who their quarterback is, although obviously Breeze is the best of them. They, their offensive line, a little bit curious move here. So they draft Michigan center Cesar Ruiz in the first round. Yes. Then they release Larry Warford. So I think that shows it's, that Ruiz is going to be their starting right guard. Yeah, although Warford, I believe, uh, wasn't super interested in playing and, and opted out for COVID anyway. No oh, okay. Uh, the rest of the line is, the line is back. A PFF says that uh, Armstead and Ramchek are the best pair of tackles in the NFL. Yes, yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, I mean, on offense, they really – they don't have a hole, right? Even if they're 40 – There's no hole in offense. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I mean, Jared Cook is, is like, is good. So, I mean, he's not a superstar. I think on a, on a mediocre team, he'd probably blend in and do nothing, but he's a good player. That's fine. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's go to their defense. They, uh, Cameron Jordan, star on the edge. The biggest question here, probably Sheldon Rankins. So he was great in 2018. Last year he was injured and sort of ineffective when he was playing. I don't know other than Cameron Jordan, though. Like, who, 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 who do you really trust on this defensive line, either in run defense or p- putting pressure on the quarterback? I mean, who's going to get to the quarterback? Marcus Davenport, maybe. So Davin, there's a lot of pressure on Davenport this year, I think, right? He's got to be mm-hmm. – and, and with Jordan on the other side, he's going to get a lot of, you know, single-man coverage. So they, I think they do need him to step up a little bit. That, yeah, Davenport has 10 and a half sacks in two years. He hasn't played, you know, every game in those two years. But yeah. uh, that's just okay. Their linebacker is also weird. So DeMario Davis, he's played like seven years in the league. He's yeah, like, Davis is weird. He was he was so mediocre on the Jets that they trade him to the Browns for a bag of balls. The Browns cut him. The Jets resign. Him. He plays well. He signs with the Saints. Somehow gets much better. Last year he was like he was like an All Pro. Yeah, he went from he went from being ba- oh, halfway out of the NFL to being an All Pro. Yeah, at thirty, at, in, it, like at thirty as an inside linebacker. Uh, now we have sense. seen that. There, there's a there's a lot of linebackers who you know really don't don't make their first Pro Bowl until their thirties and off some plates till thirty six. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a trope. Um, even in the NFC South, I'd say. Um, Kiko Alonso, he's a name, but he's been pretty unimpressive for most of his career. And he was hurt most of last year also. Uh, Kiko Alonso, oh, yeah, it's a very old linebacking core. but uh... Yeah, and Alex Anzalone also missed almost the whole of last year. So basically, they're relying, on, they're... A, they're relying yeah, on a guy in his don't... 30s and two guys who missed most of last year to stay healthy. Yeah, I, I mean, if you could block Cameron Jordan, they're not going to get to the quarterback ever. But, I mean, Cameron Jordan's good. Yeah. Um, by the way, I'm, I'm looking at my list of linebackers who really only sort of emerged uh, later in their careers. Mm-hmm. So we have Sam Mills on New Orleans and Carolina. Or the late Sam Mills. Yeah, the late Sam Mills. Um, but he was like in his 30s. Also, London Fletcher is another example, by the way. Mm-hmm. Another guy who really only sort of you know started to get attention in his 30s. I don't. I don't really know advanced stats for guys back in that era to know like if he was better earlier. All right. Let's um. Let's go to the secondary. So the secondary, I would say. We talked to the Ravens have the best group of three cornerbacks in the league. I would argue the Saints might have the best group of four cornerbacks in the league. Yeah, the Saints have a lot of CB depth. Yeah, Eli um, Apple's gone, but Marshawn Lattimore, Janoris Jenkins, Patrick Robinson in the slot, P.J. Williams, that's very, very good. Um, Marcus Williams will never live down the Minneapolis miracle, but he's actually become like, you know, a star at safety. Uh, it's a very, it's not, it, it's a, a very good secondary without maybe a super duper star. Well, I mean, but again, Lattimore and Jenkins are both – every single starter is way above average. And Malcolm yeah, Jenkins, yeah. by the way, they brought back, you know, after spending some time at Philly. He's also mm-hmm. – and Malcolm Jenkins, is, you know, he, he can really play everywhere, which is important because, you know, you play Carolina and Christian McCaffrey's coming out of the backfield for 100 catches a year, and then you'll play Tampa with three tight ends. And so I think he's the kind of guy who can really cover whoever they need to. Uh, yeah, no, it's, very, it's a very solid secondary. Again, this is a team with very few holes, other than possibly rushing the passer, maybe a little run defense. So I said 1-53, to 53, a- best roster in the league. Do you, would you prefer someone else? Um, there's still a few teams we haven't gone through yet. We haven't looked at Green Bay. Not that I think Green Bay is going to beat yeah, them. Yeah, forget about it. Uh, we haven't looked at your team yet. Yeah, no. Uh, I think probably, but I'm going to have to – I'll answer that question when we make – I mean, Mahomes is obviously better than, better than anybody, which is why the Chiefs are number one in our power rankings. But – the, the entire roster, I just think the Chiefs... I mean, the Chiefs I'm have, a little nervous about Drew Brees. I know that sounds yeah. crazy. No, I think... Well, we discussed it. There's a well, lot then of... Then if you want to talk about 2-53, to 53, it's like, I don't... But 2-53 l- to 53 is insulting to implying that they have a bad quarterback. No, they don't have a bad quarterback, but like they... Between Brees, Jameis, and Taysom Hill, outside of, of Kansas City, I don't think there's yeah, any team who I have room. more confidence in. It's a good room. And of course yeah. the Jets. 
Um, you would, know, it's would, you ra- would you rather have Darnold and Flacco or the Saints quarterback room? <laughs> yeah. It's an old dish defense with, with, the, with Kiko and Demario and Cameron Jordan's now in year 10. In the front seven, but the secondary's Malcolm not old. Malcolm Jenkins, Jenkins is old. Yeah. Yeah. This is the thing. Um, You've been talking about how with, yeah, COVID, old. with COVID, it's all about continuity. They only yeah. drafted four guys. This is basically they're trying one last time to grab a second Super Bowl for Drew Brees. It's the same team. I mean, maybe Ruiz plays on the inside, but like they're right. He's the only rookie who's going to play. Uh, they don't even have like any second year guys who are playing. I, I, other than uh, the center, they and oddly they've drafted centers highest the last two years essentially. Uh, they do not have any uh, twenty nineteen draft picks who are um, starting. Yeah, um, which means that, that I would think that means that they blew the draft. But if I'm not mistaken, they just didn't have any draft picks. They only had four picks. Yeah. And again, like this team is focused on continuity, um, you know, but look, as I said above, uh, God will not grant a team called the Saints such rewards until they paid for their sins. So if you're a God-fearing Saints fan, what you should do is root for the Vikings to win a Super Bowl this year in order to hope that, you know, Breeze can hold on one more year and win the Super Bowl thereafter. But if you're pl- if you're believing in, in your curse, you're saying for the believers of your curse, that's what they should do. No, not me. Believe in God. Um, but listen, God hates the Vikings. So I got news for you, Saints fans. Breeze, like Steve Young, like Brett Favre, like um, who else? Aaron Rodgers. Anyone else? He's settling with uh, one Super Bowl to end his career, I think. But, um, wow. yeah, don't take me for it. Uh, should we play the roster game? The roster game? Yeah. <laughs> you okay. You beg me every episode. I'm giving you a roster game. Oh, you want, or you want me to give you the roster game? Actually, no. Saying. What's the point? I don't know if they put backups on this team, so it's a waste of time. I'm going to do the roster game. Well, how many, how many minutes do we have? Because I do have a game for you. I was going to save it for – Oh, how many minutes? Uh, I think we got like 10 minutes. We got time. Do you want to play who, who they play for? Who they play for? What do you mean? So, okay, so the, one of the first – Yes, one of the first nights of Inside the NBA every year, they play this with Charles oh, Barkley. Okay, fine. Ernie Johnson asks uh, – it's, it's guys – it's, it's a better gift than the NBA because there's guys who are at the back of the roster who everyone has heard of who yeah. – uh, yeah, I so can these, name 10 guys on a lot of NBA teams, but I can't – you know, I can't name 30 guys on every These team. will all be guys you've heard of, but, but I'm not – you know, I'm not sure. Okay. All right. uh, all right, I'm not sure how you're going to – Here I get, I get embarrassed. Go ahead. All right, and if people like this, maybe we could play again. All right, what team is – you just mentioned Eli Apple. What team is Eli Apple on? I want to say the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, you got it. Okay. I mean, if it's a guy that we've already discussed his team, I'm going to be able to get it for that reason. Okay, but some of these guys aren't, you know, superstars yeah. or fantasy relevant yeah. or whatever. Uh, what about running back DeAndre because we, Washington? Because we discussed his mom also, didn't we? Yeah, we briefly mentioned Eli yeah. Apple's mom, Mama Apple. Uh, DeAndre Washington, formerly of the Raiders. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he's not on the Raiders is why you're asking the question. Right. That would be funny if I tried to trick you with, like – yeah. I mean, I'm just making up a team here. So I will say the um, maybe stays in the NFC West. Denver Broncos. He, AFC West, you mean? Yeah. Uh, yes, he did stay in the AFC West, but oh. he's on the Chiefs. Oh, oh okay, fine. All right. What team is Nelson Aguilar on? Um, unlike Aguilar, so he's definitely not on the Eagles. They got rid of him. I'm going to say he's on the Raiders, maybe? He is. He's on the, the Vegas Oh, really? <laughs> no, I totally pulled that out of my tuchus. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. I wasn't even on your Raiders podcast. What team is Trevor Simeon on? Oh, he's on the Vikings. No. Wait, isn't he the backup on the Vikings? No. He... You don't know your own team's backup quarterback? What are we doing a podcast for? I may. Um, Sean Mannion is your backup quarterback. Yeah, but I thought... Oh, no, we had Simeon like two years ago. I am falling. I'm forgetting myself. Um, oh, this is embarrassing. See, now we got to edit this out. Trevor Simeon. Uh, I don't know. He's on... I don't know. The Titans. He was on the Jets last year, and he got murdered within about four plays. Okay. So what am I batting? Two for five or something? 
Yeah, uh, we'll do a couple more. Paxton Lynch, quarterback Paxton Lynch. What team is he on? Ooh, you're just listing all these like former Bronco quarterbacks that have been like dispersed across the league. Yeah, I mean, I, I figure it's fair to do quarterbacks, yeah. running backs, receivers um, mostly. I know that we discussed Lynch on this podcast already. I, I think we've said his name. Yes, we discussed he's the backup somewhere. He's backing up a veteran somewhere. I'm going to say... I don't think he has the backup job, but I'm not sure. Uh, but I, I remember seeing his name. I'm going to say... It's not the Colts because they have Brissett. I'm trying to think of like like the like the Rivers esque quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, Roethlisberger, no, that's where they got uh, Duck Hodges and uh, um, who are the other sort of quarterbacks of that ilk? Matt Ryan, no, we just discussed it's Matt Schaub. It's fun to say the word ilk. Ilk, yeah. I'm gonna say Paxton Lynch. Maybe he's no, he's not on the Packers. Could Paxton Lynch be on the? I feel like he's on a playoff team. I'll say Paxton Lynch is the backup for the, no, I don't know, Seattle. I have no idea. No, the Steelers. He's, a, he's there with. Um, oh, so he's third string there? With or, Mason Rudolph. I think or, they have Or Mason guys. Rudolph. They yeah, because they have Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph. Yeah, yeah they have all three of those guys. Yeah, we just uh, discussed because uh, you drafted Ben Roethlisberger and Mason Rudolph. So you really need to yes. draft four guys. Yeah. Yeah, sure. That would be fun. Didn't he go to Memphis, uh, Paxton Lynch? Yes, he went to the University of Memphis. Yeah, I don't know why I know that. I don't know what team he's on. I mean, but I you know. should. You should follow college football. Okay. Now that you should, this should be the here to get into college football. And so a- I started good on this. I got the first one, then I got the third one, and now it's just. Miss, I will miss, do one miss, more. Miss, okay. What team is the great Geno Smith gettable. on this year? Is he still in the NFL? That's a yeah. trick question. He's in the CFL. Yeah. No, there is no CFL right mm. now. They're not playing this year. So I know that he was on the Chargers last year. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Um, then obviously he was on the Giants before that because he started that one game that ended the Eli streak. Mm-hmm. I assume he's on a different team, but he wouldn't bring it up. I'll just say, no. Um, yeah, I'll say the Chargers. Fine. No, he was on the Chargers last year. He's on the Seattle yeah. Seahawks. Oh, so he's the one back. Okay, fine. All right, he's yeah. backing up Hustle, Bustle, and Russell. All right, that's fine. Yeah. Um, all right, can we play schedule game maybe? Uh, let's do a quick version of the schedule. You know, game. the thing about the Saints, because they're such a high-profile team, I'm looking – there are two Carolina games are at 1 o'clock. There are two Atlanta games are at 1 o'clock. I'm surprised neither one of those is like prime time. And then they got a Lions game at 1 o'clock. Every other game, the 11, other 11 games on the schedule are all prime time games. Or Makes late, sense. Late, late four it's funny games. because the Saints, New Orleans, you know, unfortunately, uh, is one of the smallest cities in the, in the league, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It was never a large city, but post-Katrina, I believe it's still much, yeah. the population is much Saints lower. Smaller. Yes. Um, and But it's such a national team, even though there aren't like – it's a it's a small city well, and said, they've won the fourth fifth most games in the league over the last decade. Yeah, it, it, but it's a small city and they've and they don't have a national fan base yet. They're a national team. There's not really like the Packers are a small city who have a zillion fans and are a yeah. national team. Yeah, you know, uh, it's I think when you have a top three all time quarterback and he's played there forever, you know that sort of draws attention. The Colts would have been the same thing. Or there would I think do I do think continuity helps with the Colts with, you were know, the same thing. Like, all right, we know Manning was there. Yeah, but I don't yeah, think so, the Chargers ever had that. Granted, they never make the Super Bowl with. Rivers. Yeah, that's that's a big part, and also they're like, on the West Coast. So they were never a tougher. Yeah, they mm-hmm. and they have one game at the Broncos, which is four o'clock, but it's you know because they're West Coast team. But they have yes, yeah, so they have ten games that are slotted for maximum viewers out of sixteen. So why don't I play the schedule game here? You ask me because I'm always asking you. Oh, I thought it would be fun, and you'd ask yourself. No, you open up the schedule and ask me. <laughs> cool, man. All John, right, John? I'm going to open up the same schedule. Yeah. Oh, have we heard that yet? Have we heard the John John schedule? 
I heard it when I edited it. I don't know if the listeners have heard it. Yeah, they edit. Heard it. How do you edit gold like that? There's no editing. No, I had to plop it into the to the podcast. Oh, yeah, put it in the podcast. Sorry. Yeah, I heard one, but then I I couldn't get one of them to play. All right, the the Norland Saints. As I sit here, it's 105 degrees, or it will be 105 degrees in a few hours. As you said, national the national game Sunday afternoon. Just hurry up, so we don't get bombed. Let's go. Hosting the Bucks. We're gonna go right. quick. Yeah, I'll say uh, late game. I'll say win. Monday night football the next week at Vegas. Uh, another win, two and zero. Hosting the the Packers on Sunday night football. Another Breeze, win, Rogers, three and zero. At Detroit, another win, four and zero. Hosting the Chargers on Monday night football. Mm, I'll say five and zero. Okay, then the bye. Hosting the Panthers, not on anything. Six and zero. Oh shit. In Chicago, in Tampa, the next two weeks. I'll say that they beat the Bears, they lose the Bucks. So they start 7-0, and then they lose. Wow, Brady, is that Brady? In their second go down, he goes to Brady's house. Nobody goes to Tampa and beats Tom Brady. November yeah. 8th, that's their first loss. They're 7-1. and one. Uh, Against the NFC champion 49ers the next week. I'll say they lose 7-2. and two. Hosting the Falcons. I'll say they split with the Falcons. So they win this one 8-2. and two. Uh, Okay, and then they, uh, in Denver, mile high the next week. Uh, win 9-2. and two. And then you have them losing to Atlanta. They play them twice nine in three weeks. Three. So three. Yeah. At Philly. Yeah, I'm looking. These, Philly, Kansas City, Minnesota. That's a tough run. At, uh, how about this? At Denver, at Atlanta, at Philly, hosting Kansas City, Minnesota is a ridiculous schedule. Yeah, that's tough. I'll say... They don't uh, have any... If, if Atlanta's decent, they might not have an easy game from Chicago to Carolina. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.